Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. I hope that I have given you some insight of how you should be conquering the seeds of destruction in your own life so that you can live this life of abundance that God wants you to have. I would love to hear how your journey has been going on. So if you could just send me an email at destruction at gmail.com and just provide me some feedback to how your new beginning has been going. I would really appreciate it and would just love to hear from you. So today I am going to actually share with you my own journey of what I have gone through with the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation and what I actually learned as a result of it. So let's go ahead and just begin. Now, I am the youngest of five children. And so growing up, my parents actually always just wanted four children. They wanted two boys and two girls, and they actually wanted it in that order so that I guess that each child would have a playmate. Well, initially, they were actually just blessed with that. There was two boys that were born first and then two girls. My siblings are actually approximately 15 months apart from each other. Now, I will say God had a different plan. And I came along four years later after my sister, after the last sister was born. So, of course, it may have been a surprise at the end, probably even to my parents, However, I always say that God saves the best for last. (laughs) Now, growing up as a child, it was always a journey for me in my ability to communicate. I was extremely shy and I had a speech impediment, which caused me to stutter when I talked. But I always seemed to smile all the time. Now, my friends would even call me smiley at times just because every time they would see me, I would just always be smiling. But I really didn't communicate that much. What I found out was that smiling just became easier for me for me to do since I had problems with speaking. And like I said, even just making eye contact because of my shyness. The more I struggled in speaking, the less eye contact I made. Because as time went on, just that shyness just grew more and more and more. Now, my parents had actually tried to figure out why I did have the speech impediment with stuttering because none of my other siblings had that. Now, I do actually remember maybe a few relatives that had it, but there was really no direct correlation to my specific family. Now, my parents also thought it may have had something to do with maybe me not hearing words clearly, or sometimes they kind of thought that I was always tickled a lot and that because I wasn't using my voice, maybe something like that had uh, something to do with it. 
Now, because my God-fearing parents surrounded me with such a genuine sense of love, I never felt different or even insecure. The insecurity actually started to form when I was, of course, around other kids, which made fun of me and actually even taunted me about my stuttering disability. And so because of their cruelty and their meanness to me, that's when I actually started feeling insecure about myself. Now, my parents, of course, would tell my siblings, even when I had that bout of the speech impediment, to just basically just stop tickling me altogether, which I don't really know if there was any type of correlation to that. But they also would just tell me to just take my time and to think about what I wanted to say, especially before I said it. Now, as time also went on, my hearing was also checked to make sure that I didn't have anything wrong with that. And it came out, of course, that my hearing was fine and I didn't have any problems or issues. So needless to say, the speech impediment and the shyness created the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation, which also included the roots as well. I had problems expressing myself correctly. And because of my struggles in speaking, questioning things that I didn't understand just became very limited. Facing the shyness head on also became a major challenge for me to overcome. As a result, the shyness and the speech impediment created the root of doubt from within the root of confusion when trying to understand things from others, and even the root of separation, which made me just avoid others because of everything I was just going through. Now, although my speech was limited, I had a very strong desire to learn things, and I felt eager to want to go to school since I was at home by myself when my siblings were going to school. Now, my mom was a nurse at the local hospital at night, while my dad was a vocational teacher during the day. Because of my yearning to learn, I was tested to start kindergarten, and I was actually able to skip kindergarten, and I immediately started first grade at the age of five because of the knowledge that I had of things. Now, when I started school, I began to learn how to read. And it was at that time that I developed a better understanding of words and how to say them and how to take my time with them. God had planted the seed of truth in me to conquer the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation. Now, looking back, I can now see that God created a passion in me to want to read. I do strongly believe that it was my desire to read and also my second grade teacher taking some extra time to work with me that was the foundation of conquering the speech impediment. As I developed in my communication and the stuttering disability actually became less and less, it allowed me to feel comfortable with the interaction that I had with others, which actually caused less shyness to appear. It also gave me the understanding that I needed to handle the things that I was involved in. Now, when the enemy tried to keep me shy with a speech impediment as a child, God used it for his glory to develop me into a more confident woman. I can now communicate to any and everyone. 
Now, I usually assert myself when I pass strangers and speak to them first, even if they don't even speak to me or even if they try to avoid me. I also do it so that the shyness doesn't try to just resurface within me. Also, when I have gotten upset about something, I must make sure that I slow myself down and not try to rush my words together. Because my thoughts can really go a mile a minute, I can end up talking so fast that my words don't come out as clearly as I would like. Therefore, I have to calm myself down so that I can speak with clarity. And it usually works out fine for all involved. Let me also just say within my family unit, we all pretty much talk fast. So sometimes I just wonder if it's because we talk so fast that words just became so jumbled that it just made me just not understand what I was hearing. But needless to say, God straightened all that out for me so that I can be able to communicate effectively. Now, within my current job, it requires me to communicate to all types of people, which includes male and female, all ethnicities, all cultures, different age groups, different economic backgrounds, different religions, and the list can go on and on and on. Now, I would have never thought that a shy, stuttering little girl would turn into a confident, strong woman who deals with all types of healthcare providers in different specialties. But God had a different plan. He had his hand on me. Because of the leadership roles that I have been a part of in the pharmaceutical industry, as well as in the church, it has given me the privilege to connect with so many people and to build relationships also. God challenged my desire to be isolated, shy, and uncomfortable around people by preparing me for an environment where I had to be more proactive in my communication with people daily. He shaped and molded me into his image in a way that he needed to use me. And more importantly, for him to get glory, which is contrary to what the enemy tried to do in my life. Now, I have definitely learned two main things. The first one is, as long as I trust God in everything, and let me say, I do mean everything. That includes decisions, goals, challenges, anything that I face. He will continue to prepare me and guide me for the next task at hand on what I need to do. And the second thing that I really learned is that it is not about how you start off in life, but it is more about how you finish. And I can't reiterate that enough. It's not about how you start off in life, but it is more about how you finish. So it has been interesting to see how I started off in life with my communication because God has groomed me into someone so differently now. Present day, I don't have a problem talking at all, even to strangers. And I don't have a problem making eye contact either with anyone. Now, some people would probably even say that I am more of a talker now. And considering how I was so afraid to talk to anyone, it is so amazing just to see this transformation that God has done in my life. As I have grown, I do try hard to resolve any issues that I face that may have the seeds and roots of miscommunication and misinterpretation existing. The main part for me is that the skill of listening and understanding are taking place. Now, many times, if there are willing participants 
problems can be handled in a peaceful manner. But therein can lie the problem because some people may not be wanting to communicate in a fair manner. Some people that I have dealt with just wanted to prove their point, whether they got to a resolution or not. And that was hard to handle. However, if I could see their sincerity, then it wasn't as difficult to work things out with them. The greatest challenge that I have had is dealing with someone that may consistently lie or that is not open to my viewpoint. It is hard to deal with those people because I don't have any patience with people who are just trying to pull the wool over my eyes or are not really trying to resolve issues or even be accountable. It is usually in those situations where I need to just remove myself from it, especially if I have made a conscious effort to get to a peaceful resolution. In the end, I have learned that you have to kind of pick your battles wisely and not stress yourself out in any situation that comes your way, especially if they can't be resolved. Getting out of it and keeping my own peace of mind is 10 times better than to keep battling with someone that is going to just lie their way out of a situation. In the end, it's not worth the time or the effort. So in closing, it is important to stress that my goal in all of the relationships that I come in contact with is to really have effective and truthful communication. And I thank God for giving me the confidence now to face anyone that I make eye contact with and the courage to deal with personal challenges and the ability to communicate to different people that I might face. So I hope you do come back and see how things unfold as we conquer the seeds of destruction. Take care. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.